Welcome everyone to Dark Loops Productions, What You Love, a podcast in which I interview someone and ask them three questions. What you love, how'd you find it, and how do you keep it in your daily life? I'm Dr. Scott Jordan, aka Zombies Guided Cognitive Psychologist Philosopher at Illinois State University. And today I'm thrilled to have on the show, dear friend, Dr. Leandra Pears. So Leandra, please tell everyone a little something about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so uh, I am an associate professor of school psychology at William & Mary. I'm the program coordinator out here. Um, I work with community partners to provide trauma-informed services, and I provide crisis trainings to local school districts, in addition to, you know, training mm-hmm. psychs. So, and I do a lot around uh, social justice and equity-centered work in education. That's fantastic. So, question <laughs> number one. Leandra, what you love? <laughs> this is such a hard like I love everything I love it I, don't know. I love so much um so I think I try to figure out like is it like books is it music is it tv because those, those are like all the things that I do pretty regularly every single day and I think what it really is is just stories mm-hmm. I don't care what the medium is whether it's art movies tv shows books I find music tells a beautiful story. It always comes mm. back to just stories, the message, what we learn from the story, how we construct the story, how you live through someone with mm-hmm. a story. Oh, I just yeah. find stories to be, I could just sit all day. I just yeah. love them. So what's your favorite story you read in, or saw in 2022? <sighs> Huge. Yeah, see, I am bringing it down to a specific <laughs> phenomenon here. You really are. Um, so, favorite books of 2022? So, I've had, uh, I just got my summary, and I have like 120 some odd books I read this year, but most mm. of them are like sci-fi, smutty romance, so I don't know that those <laughs> count as good reading. Um, but one of the books that I read was An American Marriage, mm. uh, really, really good, and it's one of those that, it, you know, takes place in Atlanta, and it was actually referencing lots of places that I've been, but it's also told from a perspective that I cannot share. I don't hold those identities. I've not had those experiences. Mm. Um, and I read it as part of a book group. And when I was done, I was on vacation and um, I actually had to like put it aside and set it down. I think it, I couldn't pick up another book for a while. Mm. You have to mourn that you're done with the story and think about how did it end up where it did and, and what you think about that. That's you know? well said. I've, I have a book, uh, W.G. Sebald's The Rings of Saturn. And it's not like I read it every November. Yeah. But I feel compelled to read it every November, right? Just before we move into full-on winter. And there's a sense of mourning in the book. And there's a sense of mourning in the season. So I definitely understand a story as a way to mourn. Yeah. So I would say An American Marriage. Um, and then The Secret Life of Addie LaRue. Finally mm. got me out of my funk. So There you go. All right. Excellent. So how'd you find it? Uh, my love of stories. Yeah. Yeah, so growing up, it was just me and my dad for the first like six years. Um, we he worked third shift, so it was kind of hard to like spend time together. And one of my earliest memories was watching The Little Mermaid in mm. theaters. Like I had never been to a theater before, and so he took me one like matinee afternoon, and I literally like my earliest memories was like leaving the theater, and I'm like jumping up and down. I'm just so excited, and we saw it four times in theaters, and we mm. loved it. 
so many times from the local like rental place that they ended up just giving it to us because <laughs> I would never allow it to like make it back out onto the floor. Um, and he would just sleep on the couch, but he wanted to spend time with me. So I like would put the movie on and just sit with him and let him sleep. And I don't know, it was just like a, my first like really warm and fuzzy memory. And I think mm. for him, he really latched onto it. Cause you know, it's a movie about like, in this particular version, you know, a, a dad, a single dad trying to protect his daughter and like, yes. Over time, you know, yes. you start to realize you, you clicked into it for reasons other than just that it's a, a great movie. And the music mm. was amazing. The music is absolutely amazing. Um, and so I think around that time, too, I was thinking about it. Like, my dad always taught me through stories. So when I was having mm. a problem or I needed advice, he would always tell me a story, either of him or a friend or a fable. Um and so it became a way of me like making sense of things. And so I think those two things together are when I really realized like, this is why I love stories. Mm. In particular, stories who have really good soundtracks. Oh my goodness. And let's a good face soundtrack. It, Disney does a soundtrack. You just can't deny it. Disney knows how to do beautiful music. They, you know, and you mentioned the uh, the little mermaid. Um that idea of finding a story that works for a group, even though the group may not know that it works for the group. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I raised my kids on Saturday morning, Avatar, The Last Airbender for three years. And uh, every 10 episodes, they would release a DVD of those 10 episodes. So I go to uh, Best Buy, I buy the DVD and we come home and we just watch it over and over. We actually shared it with friends like we were somehow, you know, missionaries for Avatar The Last <laughs> You Airbender. shared it with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it fit my family, too, you know, yeah. and, and now it's a way for us to talk to each other. Uh, it's not like we couldn't talk to each other before, but it's just framing we all shared that um, works is delightful even at, at this uh, at this point in my life. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's just a good I don't. Know, it's just a good way. So let me ask you this: Have you ever sat and talked to your dad about that experience? The little mermaid? in other words, yeah. Later on, debriefed about what was really going on. Yeah, so he and I, we were talking about the live action coming out, and we're both super excited, and we we're trying yeah. to figure out, like, do I just go down to South Carolina that weekend and we go see it together? Um, but my sister, who is my biological mother's um, daughter, her name is Ariel. I named her Ariel, so I named mm. with her. So, like, <laughs> anyways, we're going back to, like, is this a new, like, first tradition that I build with her, or do I... So anyway, the point is, um, we were having this conversation and I was really um, upset that Melissa McCarthy was cast as Ursula as opposed to a woman of color or a woman of mm. who comes from the LGBT community just based on the story and the, the, where the story's foundations come from, as well as, you know, yes. past, past this year and just Ursula was based on, you know, mm. a drag queen. And so... Um, we were having that whole conversation, which was the first time he and I have ever talked about that aspect, like the social justice mm. part of that. And it was a really great one. And I even said, like, growing up, it was the first time where I felt like it was okay to just have a dad. Mm. Um, and he was like, yeah. And I realized it was okay to be worried about your daughter. Like, And so we did talk about That's that cool. and how it is something that no one else in our family really gets. And, and he was just so excited to have me be happy that he was like, you probably could have watched anything and I would have, 
found a way to make it about our relationship. Um, but this just happened to be a really easy one. Well, that's a story in a story in a story in a story. Right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. it. Absolutely. It just builds and builds and builds. It's, it it's, does. So how do you keep this love in your daily life? Oh, well, um, I share <laughs> it with my kids, I would say, mm. the first way. I know, um, and you and I have talked to, like, you brought up Avatar, like reading the comics of Avatar with my son. He struggles with reading, but like the comic book version is a lot easier for him. And like the whole theory of mind conversations that we have about mm. the different characters. Um, it's just every night we end with a story in our family. Mm. That's just what we do. And so it's a good way to like answer questions, like tough life questions. Mm-hmm. Easier for me to answer them through, you know, stories. Um, oh. I read every day. A little bit. I listen to music every day. I'm not going to lie. Like Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack is like where I'm at right now. <laughs> it's where I've been ever since the movie came in. But like every time, yeah. like tell a story that like I think I need to hear. Mm. Um, and and my research is, you know, the the services that I provide when I'm a practitioner with children is narrative therapy. So I'm always having them tell me their story. And then as a researcher, I'm very qualitative. So I'm always asking for people's stories and like looking mm-hmm. for what that meaning is. And so mm-hmm. I think it, it's just infiltrated just how I make meaning and share meaning um, every day and everything I do. Even when I'm like making food, I was making food earlier and I was like telling myself a little story while I was doing it, you know, and it's just. And then the carrot said. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter, she's three and she was like, oh, but the broccoli doesn't want to go. And I'm I'll like. tell you oh. what, man. Broccoli's don't have to go. <laughs> I'm a I'm a plant murderer. Yesterday, I got a crock pot of split pea soup uh, near the end stage, and in, in right now, and boy, it's full of nothing but dead carrots and celery and onion. <laughs> I wonder what stories they'll tell. Something they will. Yeah, exactly. So, um, um, and I usually don't ask people, "Have you seen or have you read?" But you mentioned reading the Avatar comics to your kids. Have you guys read The Search? Yes. Oh my yeah. God, yeah, is that a great story? Swamp, right? yeah. yes. yep. And their creature that they create in the swamp. Uh, it's oh. unbelievable. And I think that's the one where Brandon and I had some great conversations. Like, you know, I have like mother figures in my life that I'm very, very close to. Um, but he's starting to figure out the difference. Mm. And so reading about finding Zuko's mom and like doing all of that. Um, I don't know. Again, it helps us it's, understand. Yes. You know, and he was like, is this what you did? And I'm like, well, no, I didn't go on this like huge search. <laughs> my mother didn't change her face. <laughs> right. Metaphorically, and, however. <laughs> and, yeah. And she did leave to become somebody else that she, right. she was happier being. And so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's that's just fantastic. I mean, I watched Full Full Metal Alchemist with Marissa when she was 12 and the things I got to talk about eastern versus western religion, trust, jealousy, all of that is there and um it's just fantastic. Um so um where can people find you on social media? Yeah, so I'm on Twitter at Paris Landra at P A R R I S Landra and that is pretty much it i don't do anything else <laughs> well you read stories to your kids man that's a big deal i do i do i'm like everyone's <laughs> like why haven't you been on twitter in like two weeks and i'm like because me and the kids are home and we have tv yes. to catch up on we have books yes. together and like um 
or, you know, just being with family and telling ourselves stories that we've been telling each other for decades over and over again, because that's just what we love to do. Like, yes. Um, but yes, you can definitely find me on Twitter. I am there. I do look at it every day. So there you go. Well, Leandra, it's always a blast talking with you. Uh, we miss you guys in this part of the country and, uh, thanks for being on the show and, uh, we'll see you when we see you. Yeah. Anytime. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.